only thing with the White Sox, I say they've been coasting into the playoffs, and Tampa Bay has been having to win, 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 win. It just depends on who gets hot. The Philadelphia Eagles do have an opportunity. <laughs> to be honest, I, I thought did. you were going to say the Atlanta Falcons. No, <laughs> fuck no. Oh, God, yeah. That would have been, uh, <laughs> been, uh, been warranted. Paul George to show up again, and they need Reggie Jackson to be the best point guard left standing outside of Trey Young, who's hurt. What is going on, guys? My name is Kyle Davis. This is MV3. We're finally back, and I think we're going to get into a good rhythm of consistent episodes again. I'm finally moved into the house fully and got my setup back. And as always, I got T-Bone here. How are we doing today, man? Oh, it's a good day. Good oh, day. Less than a week out of the draft. Oh, yeah. Playoff basketball for the Bucks in an hour. Mm-hmm. And day. hopefully hopefully, we'll get it all done so you guys can go from us to uh, watching the Bucks game. So we're probably going to run a good hour for us. But, hey, like he said, the playoffs are starting. We have some pretty big surprises happening. Uh, do you want to start with a glaring uh, surprise? Personally, it's not a surprise to me, but I, 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 I think I know what you're talking about. Okay. All right. All right. This, so the two would, would, seated, this be, would this be the Brooklyn Nets being down three zero right now? That would be exactly what I'm talking about. Yep. I don't yep. see it as that big of a surprise either. I thought they would have grabbed a game by now, but right. the big thing that I see as a big surprise is if Ben Simmons was available for tomorrow's game, why wasn't he available last night? Right. Like he's been rehabbing for so long, and now they're down three zero. Like. It, it, Nobody's ever come back from a 3-0 deficit. Granted, if a team can do it, it is Brooklyn. But, God, KD has looked so bad in this series. He's been shut down by the length of of Boston. And even if they somehow made it out of this round, the, it doesn't get easier for them, either of these teams. I think Milwaukee right. lines up well against Boston. I think that's going to be a juggernaut of a series. It, assuming that the Bucks make it past the Bulls, which I, I think... They should handle their business if if uh, Friday's game was any indication of that. But I think th- I saw this coming with Boston. Like I thought it was going to go six games, though. I didn't think they were going to mm. come out and go three three and zero right now. But right. the length of Boston, the offensive prowess of Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, uh, Al Horford has been chiming in a lot, and now they get Robert Williams back. I, I think the pieces are definitely there to to complete the sweep tomorrow for Boston, but the Ben Simmons effect, we have no idea what he's going to be. No idea. He, no. and I, I thought it was a f- funny statement. I posted on my personal page yesterday. I was like, Ben Simmons can b- become the first player all time to be eliminated from the playoffs in back-to-back games. <laughs> yep. Cause the last time he played was in the playoffs when he refused to take that layup. Yep, and I just thought it was a little funny thing. Uh, so, do, do you think Boston's going to complete the sweep uh, tomorrow, or do you think Brooklyn climbs back into this in yeah, any way, shape, I mean, or form? I mean, I didn't watch a lot of Boston, admittedly, during the season. Um, I knew they were good defensively, but they just... I, th- I think the good thing is foreseeing like, the next matchup, it's Milwaukee, right? You mm-hmm. said it's going to be Milwaukee. It would either be Milwaukee or Chicago. It, it's Milwaukee. Um, <laughs> so, like, Sorry, I, I think the Bucks are going to be able to look at that and see what they're doing. And it's going to be a battle of wits, essentially. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, you can't put Marcus Smart on Giannis. No. 
it's probably going to be J- either Al Horford or, J- or Jalen Brown covering Jaylen, Giannis. Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum are the only two that could probably stick with him. Al Horford's too slow. I mean, um, in the past, he, he Al Horford in, in the past series he has, but the, he, Giannis is not the same player the last time he faced Al Horford with the Celtics. Right. So you're thinking of a lineup of Horford, Brown, Tatum, Smart, and probably and, still Robert Williams. So they they they're gonna try and match yeah. big lineup with big lineup, and I think that favor is Milwaukee by a mile. And it, it all depends on what happens with Middleton. And even when he comes back, I think they should stay with this big lineup. Have Brooke at the five, Bobby at the four, Giannis at the three, Middleton when he comes back at the two, and then Drew Holiday at the one. I think that's a death lineup because that is a tall, athletic, long. Right. I don't I don't think Middleton's back for the series at all, though. Not for the Chicago series, but depending no, no, on no, it's a three to four weeks, and that was a. I mean, maybe if the if the series goes seven, but mm-hmm. I don't but think it's... he's back for Boston. They're hoping they can get they can get through Boston, which I think without Middleton it goes seven. Agreed. Um, they're gonna they, need they him. They're gonna need the him for they. They're gonna need him for whoever they they pull in the Eastern Conference Finals, though. Because... I don't know. I don't think either. I mean, I think it's either Boston or Milwaukee coming out. Like, oh, I I agree with that. But a team that could give them problems is Philadelphia. But I still think, I like I said, back at the at trade all. deadline, back at the trade deadline, I said the Bucks, the everybody else in the Eastern Conference won that James Harden Ben Simmons trade, right? Because I think Philadelphia, although is playing well, their predicate their offense is predicated off of free throws. Joel Embiid between Joel Embiid right. and James Harden, they average thirty free throws a game, which is yeah. absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, it's. I don't know. I I I'm really really low on Philly. I mean, yeah, Joel Embiid's good. He's he's MVP candidate, but like Cisco chiming in already. I, I'll get I'll get to everybody's. By the way, he right. says the Celtics are a faster team than the Bucks. I don't know about that. I I think that they are definitely a younger team than the Bucks, which faster is something. In what sense? Like, I mean, like it's gonna be. I, I I don't. Watch this series be like we're going to see scores like from the 90s and the early 2000s. Like we're going to see like if somebody hits 110, that's going to be incredible to me because these are two very good defensive teams. Yeah. And the people have it's a proven fact how you beat the Bucks. You have to have a hot night from the three point line. And that's why the Bucks are always in it, because when you have such length down low. Your your those three point shots and I was I was mentioning that at the beginning because I was watching the beginning of the Bulls game on Friday. That three point shot on that pick and pop was there all day for for Vucevic and everybody else, but they were hitting it early. But that's what happens with this defense. If you can't get down low and get points in the paint, you're not going to be able to compete with this Milwaukee team unless you have like a historic night from three point line. Right. And I think as much as much people complain about Bud's system and like you're giving up the three ball, and I'm like, yeah, that's the whole point of this defense. That there's, it, it's very hard to compete with a team that scores down low so well. You have so many shooters on the perimeter. With Bobby Portis playing very well at a very high level, Grayson Allen stepping into that starting role and playing very well. Hopefully, we still get that out of Grayson Allen over the next couple games, but. I, I think Milwaukee. I think that Milwaukee and Boston is going to be the series of the entire playoffs, in my opinion. Faster, probably, as probably in, right behind, depending on who's in the finals. But yeah, faster as in uh, fast break points. Bucks are more of a set it up perimeter team outside no, of Giannis. Not. I no, disagree not. with that very much. They're, they mean, they they run they, a pick and roll. They run the, that like uh, free throw line pick and roll a lot, yeah. where it gets you a mid range shot, especially with Chris Middleton. He's like, yeah, I don't know what they're gonna do with that because 
now teams can just run drop coverage and if they drop then so basically that means the guys are just dropping back and they're leaving the middle the wide the middle wide open like before teams couldn't do that because Chris Middleton was deadly just like DeMar DeRozan was mm-hmm. in game 3 mm-hmm. 2 whatever no 2 2 would have been game 2, two yeah. when he just lit it up from mid range that's what Middleton did and so teams now teams can just pack the lane against Giannis because I mean Drew Holiday's okay in mid-range. He's not great. He's not an elite-level mid-range guy. He's more of a get-to-the-basket type of offensive right. player because he he wants to play most of his game on the defensive side. Right. So I'm not 100% sure what to expect out of – but Boston's so athletic, so they might not have to, like, pack – I mean, they're going to pack the lane. They're they're very 100%. good defensive team. Yeah. Um. I think but, the big thing, the big thing about that series, if that's the series that comes up, is they have to limit turnovers. Uh, the Bucks yeah. had uh, the game in Game Two against Chicago. There were so many pieces yeah. that like went Chicago's way, and they still almost lost that game. They uh, the Bucks turned over the ball seventeen times. Yeah. Uh, DeRozan had to, dropped forty one, I think, and they still only the Bucks still only lost by three or four. Like. Right. It, they gave them their best effort, and the Bucks still almost won that game. That's what's incredible to me, and that's why I think this series. I said at the beginning of the series, Bucks in five. I, I might give them one more, and for the culture, I might go Bucks in six. There you go. And uh, as as it plays to the Boston Brooklyn series, I think Brooklyn can take to, uh, tomorrow's game. But again, it's a wild card of what you're going to get out of Ben Simmons. You have no idea what you're going to get out of him. Is he going to return to the defensive player of the year style player, or is he going to be a point guard first? Are we going to see jump shots from him? We have no idea what we're going to see out of Ben Simmons. So that is a big wild card, but I still think Boston is good enough that they can lock lock it down. And as long as KD doesn't get 40 or Kyrie doesn't drop 40, I, again, I, I see Boston taking care of business. But Yeah, I mean, even if Simmons comes back, I don't think it matters. The guy hasn't played in a year. Right. Like, I mean, Blake Griffin hadn't played since March and came back. And, like, he, I mean, he played, like, I think. Cisco, we will get to that. I think he played, what, 15, 12, 15 minutes or something? When I turned it in, he was really productive, and he was only at eight minutes, and he looked gassed. Like, and that wasn't playing for almost two months. Mm -hmm. This guy hasn't played this, like, Simmons hasn't played in 12 months. Yep. Uh, Almost to the day, too. Right. I don't think he's going to be a factor at all. Like, I also just have the bias that I don't think he's a good basketball player. So I don't think I when he came out of the draft, when he came out of the draft, I had very high hopes for him. He looked and and this is a very bad comparison. And I know you're going to roast me for it, but he had very much comparisons to like a Magic Johnson. He had the length. He had the passing ability and he could play defense very well. I'm not saying he's Magic Johnson or was ever going to be Magic Johnson, but I'm saying that's the best comparison to style of play he doesn't really shoot just like magic didn't really pull jump shots very often like he had that style and it was so entertaining to watch when he was at lsu when he wasn't hurt it's the same thing with michael porter jr he he could have had a great career but he can never stay healthy right so i i don't know i i don't think ben simmons is ever going to be more than a role player he could be a he can be a he's going to be a starter for the next couple of years but people are going to learn very fast that that is what he is he's a very incredible defensive player, and that's all he's going to be. I don't think he's an offensive player anymore. Or, I mean, he could pass the ball pretty well, but he, if they get like close to a Drew Holiday style of points and defensive 
uh, return on Ben Simmons, that would be like super high end of return for Ben Simmons, in my opinion. That's fair. But some of these other ones, we can go through these other uh, this series, a couple of these series, real quick. Uh, in the, also in the Eastern Conference, Philadelphia leads three one over Toronto. I don't see Toronto making the comeback of being down three zero either. But I still think Toronto takes one more game. They're okay. they're a young, fast team. Philadelphia's outside of Joel Embiid, they're an older team as well. I I don't see Toronto coming excuse me, coming back. Um, another series in the East is Miami versus Atlanta. Do you, it's 2-1 in Miami's favor. I think Atlanta can make a series of this, but I still think Miami will take care of business. Yeah, I don't... Uh, Miami is just a deeper team um, who they have... Very, they, they all have very versatile players. Like Tyler Harrell is one of the best scorers off the bench playing starter minutes. Duncan Robbins, probably one of the best shooters in the league. Um, Lowry, Butler, PJ, they can all, and Bam can all play like and defend multiple positions. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're just a very, like, if if it's Miami and, like, say Milwaukee gets through Boston and it's Miami and Milwaukee, I think that, I think Miami probably is the better to, def- is the best defensive matchup for either of them because mm-hmm. um, they have enough athletic or athleticism to match up against Boston or Milwaukee. Uh, but I think I don't care what the games are. I'm pretty sure Miami's going to just take it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I read a stat that said uh, Miami is the first team all time to be the one seed and not have any player on their team uh, in the top 25 of scoring. Yeah, that's so I mean, everybody's chipping in. Jimmy Butler has realized that he doesn't need to do it all. He had, they they have a really good team. They do, and they're deep. They have uh, Kyle Lowry was arguably the best signing in, of the offseason, in my opinion, uh, of the entire NBA. Granted, he's a little bit older, but he's he's a good glue guy. He can do everything that you want him to do on the offense and defensive side of the ball. Yeah, and I mean, it adds a layer that Milwaukee didn't see in their series of I think it was a sweep last year. On the way to the title. Yeah. Uh, against Miami? Yeah. I think they swept more. Yeah. yeah. So this is not the same Miami team. If Milwaukee gets all the way to the Eastern Conference Finals and faces Miami, I still would pick Milwaukee. But again, that would go seven. I think a lot of these series. Yeah. And that that's what you get out of Milwaukee. You get these. The, uh, you get a lot of these series that are, especially with Milwaukee, you, you'll you never see a sweep outside of the first round against an eighth seed if Milwaukee's the one seed. Otherwise, Milwaukee is one of those feel-out teams that are going to see what they're doing, see what they're handing you, and then attack the next game, especially with Bud. He, he doesn't adjust in-game. He adjusts game to game. Right. And that's what everybody keeps freaking out about. But, God, an Easter Conference Finals with Miami and Milwaukee would be so sweet to see. It would be fun. It would be fun for sure. Either that or Philadelphia, which it seems like that's going to be the second round matchup. But I don't know. Like I said, I don't think any of those teams are. It's Boston or Milwaukee coming out. I can't see anyone else. I agree with that. And Cisco will love hearing that. Also, uh, Violet, hello. 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 Um, so moving, we'll quickly move through the Western Conference, and then I really want to get into NFL draft talk because yep. there is a lot because that is already coming up on Thursday. So, uh, 
Let's see. Golden State's going to take care of business against Denver. If Denver was fully healthy with Jamal Murray and M- Michael Porter Jr., I would have picked Denver. But I don't think it matters. Phoenix, of, Phoenix will eventually take care of New Orleans. What were you going to say about the- You know, about that fucking series, if the way that we've seen the what, – what is it, 2-1 right now? Mm-hmm. 2-1 in Phoenix's favor. Yeah. If New Orleans has Zion – it's probably it's probably two one in New Orleans favor. Agreed. They won one, lost the other by four, and lost the other by eleven. Like you're telling me, Zion's not making up a, an eleven or four point difference in either of those games. Well, it's, it's it's not only that. You also have to remember that Devin Booker's not playing for this series now. Devin Booker sucks. He played in the first two games. He's a little soft, little pussy. I don't soft. It's a Kentucky thing, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> He's a great scorer, but it's kind of like the KD thing. He's a great scorer, but unless he's got legitimate superstars around him, before Chris Paul got there, he sucked. The the team sucked. So, So, in your opinion, who's a deeper team with Devin Booker in the lineup, Phoenix or Miami? Miami. I agree. I agree. I think think Phoenix has a really good team. I think think Phoenix would have the better offensive team. But Miami has the more versatile defense, and de- you need defense to win. I think Phoenix the has the best defensive player out of the entire team, but I think Miami is the better defensive Whoa, team. Who? Mikel. Mikel Bridges. I don't know. Bam's pretty fucking good. He can guard he one through five. That would be. That would be. That would. That's a good argument. I mean, it's a good argument. It's what? not. It's not when I'm like. Oh my god, it's awful take. No, it's not. It, that. It's not. It's not like a clear cut. Holy crap, Mikel Bridges is far and away. But I, right, in but my I opinion, mean, I think he's better than yeah, anybody I mean, on the, the Heat. Yeah, Bam and Mikel both were in the running for Defensive Player of the Year with Marcus mm-hmm. Smart. So, mm-hmm. like, I think those were pretty. Those three and Rudy Gobert, as he always is, were like the top four. So it's it's not crazy. I do like looking at the NBA now and realizing that defense is really making a comeback now. Yeah, like good that. defensive players, they're really breed, it's starting to breed a lot of good defensive players. It's not well, all just get out made, of the way and let them score, right? Which makes sense because you had like the game was going to evolve. You weren't just going to keep having this evolution of guards being absolute world beaters, being like Steph Curry's and Devin Booker's, and mm-hmm. like you were going to have this wave of guys who were going to be in the opposite. Like, no, I can shut them down. Like, yeah, and I, th- I think Milwaukee from the last couple of years is really starting to. I know we talk about Milwaukee a lot. Um, right. We're from they're, Milwaukee, so right. we're going to. But they're I think also one of the best teams in the NBA. So. Uh, that's true. I think they they started this trend of starting to move back to that defensive side of the ball. They're, do they put up points? Of course they do. They have really good scorers as well, but they have one of the best defensive teams as well. Brooke Lopez, Bobby Portis can play defense when he wants to. Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday, and Giannis. I mean, that entire I, lineup I mean, is good defensively. Right. Like everyone, I mean, the it's because of Giannis. Giannis yep. like took that mentality of I don't I don't care if I score forty. If I score twenty and we win, I'm I'm fine. All he wants to do and, is win, and that is right. commendable. And so he he kind of took that defensive mindset and said, "This is what we need to do. This is I'm willing to sacrifice myself and become well. Not he didn't even sacrifice last well, year. He kind of did when he won. Did he win Defensive Player of the Year last year? And he didn't win the MVP, right? He won but both. He, no, that wouldn't have been last year. Like, that would have been two like, years ago. Two I think years he, won he won both. both? Right. He won both the same year, I think. Which is... Ridiculous. You you only have three right. players on that list. And I think it's Michael Jordan, uh, Hakeem Olajuwon. Kareem? Kareem, maybe. Let's see. 
That's a hell of a, if that's the list, that's a hell of a list. Jesus. Those are the best two-way players of all time. Giannis, MJ, and Akeem. Not even. It was only three. Okay. Yeah. He was the third. Yeah. That's that's insane. Like to to hear about that is you are the best defensive player and you're the best valued player in the NBA that year. That is incredible. Oh yeah. I mean, he also is the finals MVP, which he joins the two of them along with that. So, I mean, if you win uh, MVP and defensive player of the year, you're probably winning the title. <laughs> but didn't he do it? He he did it. Wait. He won MVP twice. No, sorry. Sorry. The thing that he did both of them was they did, he did it in the same year. Ah, uh, that I don't think anybody did. Well, right. Because, because David Robinson won defensive player of the year and MVP in different years. Yep. Same with Kevin, uh, Kevin Garnett. Mm-hmm. That's a player that year. people don't put a, enough respect in on. In 2020, yeah, in 2020, Giannis has won both awards in the same year. Yeah. I'd like to take an episode one of these days and just talk about the history of the game. Yeah. I would have a but blast. Yeah, no, the, the MJ and Hakeem are the only other two to do it in the same season. Yep. And then, but there's only two others who have both, and that's Robinson and Garnett. Right. So, and that's, I mean, that's five total rare. players. And people are saying that some of these other players in the league are going to be like the face of the league. No, it's this is this is Giannis's league. People that, that, only say that because he's not in a big market, mm-hmm. but I don't think the NBA, you have to be in a big market. Not Phoenix, anymore. Phoenix is a good size market, but they're not Chicago, LA. No. Like Chicago has a big market and their team up until this year had been pretty bad. I think also that's why Jean Morant didn't get as much notice for MVP this year as he should have. He should have gotten most improved, not MVP. Which, is, which we, it's still to be seen who's going to get most improved. I think it should be Ja. It, like, I think it should be Ja, and I think it should be by a landslide. I think the other two players are what Dejounte Murray and oh uh, God, who's the other guy? Oh, isn't the guy in Toronto? Maybe no. Well, it's, uh, Pascal well, Siakam and not him. Oh well, Cisco's chiming in there. Oh yeah, he the, Cisco chimed in and was helping us out. And then Giannis and Tatum's really? league. I agree with the Tatum thing. I really think Tatum could be the face of the league soon, but I don't think he's going to overtake Giannis. I think they're too close. In, well, not too close in age. What is Giannis? 27? And Tatum's only 22. He was 18 in 2013 when he got drafted. Yeah, that would be around 27. Later. Yeah, 27. Yeah. I, I think Tatum has an opportunity to compete with Giannis. So I, I think that's what he is also saying. I think he's saying this is going to be a tandem. I think this, I think the NBA is in an incredible spot with all this young talent that is in the NBA right now with Luka Doncic, Jean Morant, Giannis, like all of these players are just continuing to get better. And it's, I, I think the hands, the, the league is in very good hands right now. Yeah. Um, You were going to say, I, I cut you off earlier. What were you, you were going to say something about the golden state Denver series. Oh, uh, we're seeing the emergence of a superstar in Jordan Poole. Like, isn't he also from Milwaukee? He is. He mm-hmm. went to he went to a Milwaukee school, and then he went to IMG for his final year, at least final year, if not two years, of high school, and then he went to Michigan. There was also a take. Uh, he had an interview at some point uh, that, and his father was around or something. That he would it, this free agency. I don't think Golden State's going to be able to retain him just because the money's not going to work with Clay and uh, Steph making so much money. Andre. Yeah, and they they were. He was talking about like teams that he wants to play for, and he put Milwaukee right at the top of that list. It would. Oh, um, yes, I understand. Oh boy, that would be. 
I mean, I don't know if they can make it work. The money would not make sense. You'd have to get rid of some big pieces there. Like, Brooke would have to go. I think Bobby would have to go. But I think, no, Bobby's already under contract next year. That's true. Because he signed two two year for nine, I believe. Because they have so much money I mean, I guess it could be an option. I I don't know if it's an option or not. I'm not sure either because the money is you, obviously you're paying Giannis okay. 40, 40 plus. You're paying Middleton 30 plus now. Okay, here Drew. you go. Here you go. I, I'll ask you, I'll propose you this, and then I want to get, I want to like run down like our top, like our award winners before, like before we go over to the draft. So okay. if we could, if the Bucks could pull a sign in trade, you sign pool and trade Middleton to the Warriors, do you do that? You bring you send Middleton's contract away. You sign Pool to. How old's Middleton? I believe they came. Didn't they come in the same? He's probably twenty nine. He's thirty. 30? I was like, yeah, he's thirty. He's the same age as me. <clears throat> only like um, Jordan Poole's only like what 22, 23? He's uh, he's young. He's very young. I'd pull the trigger on that. May, taking that that risk. Well, Middleton's going to – I think Middleton's at that age where he's going to start to decline soon. Right. And, uh, I mean, as – So, that, that, that's, my, that, that's my point. Do you take – I mean, Jordan Poole has been phenomenal this year, no yes. doubt. But it's been one year. Do you it's take, also – I think that's also, a, like, a, uh, a testament to the team. I think it's a testament to having Clay Thompson and, and Steph Curry on that team. But and the, Andrew Wiggins, for argument's sake, I guess. Oh. Yeah, but he wasn't really playing with Clay up until recently because Clay Very was true. hurt. He was filling Clay Thompson's role. Yes, and he was and still he did dropping. A damn good job, right? So if you're the Bucks, I think if you pull, you make that make that deal. You extend. I mean, having Giannis, you're going to be in the conversation for top four teams in the East. You Easy. you are Easy. no matter who you put around him. He's like the LeBron. It's you have him on your team. You're going to make the playoffs. You're going to make these conference finals. You're probably going to have a shot at the championship. He's Every that year. kind of player, right? Every year. Right. So, granted, him and Giannis have been together. They're the only two left or from 2014, 2013. They were both at the end of the bench when that happened, right? Middleton yeah. got traded to them? Yes, because I think the last the player I think the last player that was with, he had to come back, and that was Ursan. Right. But so these are the two longest reigning bucks or tenured bucks. They're mm-hmm. friends. I know they're good friends. But do you? I think I as much as people, I don't think I would make the trade. I don't think the bucks would make the trade. If that makes sense. I think a yeah. lot of people, a lot of um, like, let's say it was the Lakers. Let's say the Lakers had what the Bucks have in our team. And let's say they looked at this and they were like, all right, well, should we make this trade? The Lakers would make that trade. Brooklyn would make that trade. Philadelphia would make that trade. A lot of teams. I don't think Milwaukee because Milwaukee doesn't make those blockbuster trades. No, the the biggest trade they've made in the last 10 years was Drew Holiday. Well, it wasn't tech. It wasn't really a trade either. No, it was. It was, but it was like. It, it was more picks. Come. It was more picks than anything. But he didn't come in like midseason. No, that was that during the offseason two years ago. So that's, yeah. what, that's what I'm saying. So it's not like it was a midseason. We're trying to really ramp up. Like it was. Oh, you're talking about this being a, a deadline trade. Well, like no, I, no, no. I'm just saying, like Drew Holiday's wasn't a deadline trade. It was in the offseason. It wasn't like a snap decision. That was my the difference that I would say. Um, 
anyway, that, I was just curious because Jordan Poole looks like he's he's going to be a legitimate player for a while. Oh, 100 um, moving okay. on to those two interesting series. Uh, do you want to start with Dallas, Utah, or Memphis, Minnesota? <laughs> I have no interest in the Dallas, Utah series. I, I don't think it's I want to see Luca keep playing because I, I do too. I, he's entertaining. I hope Dallas wins, and then Minnesota, I, I couldn't care less. I, I think Jaw's more exciting. So you're just mad because yeah. I was right. No, I'm not mad about that. You're mad because I was right in my I also think pick. Car- I think Carl Anthony Towns is the most overrated player in the NBA. That's fine. He's not the only player on the team. They have Anthony Edwards, D'Angelo Russell, Pat Bev. They have a good team. I know who's on the team, okay? You sure? I'm just saying, <laughs> Carl Anthony Towns like, is dog shit. You all. guys fucking roasted me when I made that, that prediction last they year. They snuck in in the playing game. Relax. They hardly made it. Hardly. What? Let's not act like they, they really... The, you, no, the new thing is to make the playoffs. You got to be in the top six. If you're not a top six, you're just bullshitting. They were seven in the old style. They'd still six. be the seven seed. It's not top six. I don't know what to tell you. Oh my god! If you're playing, well, in the they're taking game, the number two suck. seed. They're taking the number two seed to the limit. Whatever. They're young. Yeah. So is Memphis. They don't belong there. Well, they both do, but I think Memphis. Minnesota. I think also if Minnesota or Memphis makes it through here, I think they give Golden State a run. But I think Golden State's going to be in the Western Conference Finals. I don't no, think no, no one wants to see that. No one wants no. to see that shit. No, I don't like. What's weird is I don't like like any of these teams in the West. Like I like Dallas, but Dallas isn't deep enough. New Orleans will be in the next couple of years. Be good, and I don't want to see Phoenix again. We saw Phoenix last year. Oh, Scotty Barnes won the Rookie of the Year. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Over uh, Evan, Evan Mobley. Mobley, I thought Evan Mobley deserved it more, but good, mm. good for Scotty Barnes. I liked him coming out of coming out of the draft too. But do you want to go through awards? Whatever's yeah. left, which would be Coach of the Year, MVP. I mean, Coach of the Year's got to be because Defensive Player of the Year went to Marcus. Yep, Rookie of the Year went. Obviously, we just said it. Um, MVP. It's, I don't know who's going to win MVP. Probably Jokic or Embiid. I don't think they give it to Giannis. <clears throat> All right, let me. Uh, I'm bringing it up right now. So we have still to give away MVP, Six Man of the Year, Most Improved, and Coach of the Year. That is what is left. Six so, Man is Tyler Harrow, and it's not even a competition. Kevin Love played well, but he's not going to get it. Cam Johnson, I don't even know what his numbers were. Tyler Hero was averaging like 18, 20. 19 points off the bench, 20 off the bench. I think it was 20. Uh, your DPOI was Rudy Gobert and Mikel Bridges for your other two. Uh, most improved, Darius Garland. Darius Garland was your other guy. Mm. Okay, yeah. And I think all three of those players are much better than they were last year. But I think John Morant, he, he took a step that people very rarely take. He was, he was great last year. He's in superstardom yeah. now. It, this is John Morant's title. Also coach yep. of the year. You have Taylor Jenkins of the Grizzlies, Eric Spolster of the heat and Monty Williams of that. That's not Phoenix, Phoenix is it? Phoenix. Oh, it's gotta be Monty. No. Yeah, what? Ta- I mean, ta- it's got to be Taylor Jenkins because they took a team that missed the playoffs last year, and now they're the number two seed. Granted, they're not doing much in the playoffs, but like no. that's still impressive. No, Monty. I'll take Spolovers. I'll take Spolovers. Whatever. 
MVP, uh, your candidates are Giannis, Joel Embiid, and Jokic. This is Jokic's title. Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, they're not doing shit right now, but it's kind of a moot point. He is yeah. better. I mean, yo, yo, it's a regular season award. People need to remember that. Everybody was freaking out about, yep. oh, Joel Embiid's playing very well in the playoffs. I was like, I don't give a shit. It's a regular season award. The award's already decided. They just haven't announced it yet. Yeah. Also, Hero did average 20 a game this year. That's 25 and 4 off the bench. That's a damn impressive. Granted, they need to fix that award because he plays. He played like a starter. Like I don't. He played starter minutes too. He didn't always right. come off the bench either. Right. You need like they need to put some stipulations. Like you're playing under X amount of minutes. Pretty much that you got to put like, or no? Because I think right now you have to. You can't start a per- certain percentage of the amount of games. Otherwise, you're disqualified. Right, exactly. The it's the same thing with matter. the scoring. It's, I think it's the same thing with the scoring title. Um, I, the score, that's, that's why. Also, that's also weird. It should be whoever had the most total points in the season, not who averaged the most points per game. Right. That's because it's a very skewed thing. Because if it was according to that, it would be Trey Young. Right. Trey Young scored the most points in the NBA this so year. So he should win the scoring title. It's like I, that, I, I I'm, I'm not disagreeing I'm just with you, T-Bone. It's weird. I'm just saying shit's weird. How about yeah. we talk some NFL draft? Bring it. All right. Let's do it. Who do you think should, not will, but should go number one overall to the Jacksonville Jaguars? Well, you already know that. But You're going to say Aiden Hutchinson, are you? Yeah, but I don't want him to, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I want him to go to Detroit. I want him to go home, stay in Michigan, get the fuck out of Jacksonville because nothing good happens there. They're one, still tainted I'm, by Urban Meyer. I'm using um, CBS mock drafts. Yep. CBS Sports mock drafts. Only one out of six uh, experts uh, experts has Aiden Hutchinson going to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Everybody else has them taking Aiden Hutchinson, number two, to the Detroit That's Lions. That's fine. I agree with that 100%. Who do they um, have going you, number one, Walker? <clears throat> they have an offensive lineman whose name I cannot pronounce. I, I have an offensive lineman from a few of them. Uh, Ecom... In Conwo? I'm looking. Out of NC State. And I see a lot of Trayvon Walker, the defensive lineman out of Georgia. Georgia's going to have a lot of representation in this draft. That defense was filthy last year. Jordan Davis, I'm seeing here. Yeah, uh, I mean, I really want want Aiden to go to Detroit. That just sounds better. Um, It does sound better. I agree 100%. I don't think it matters who goes third. It's probably either if Walker doesn't go one, he probably goes. It's either him or Thibodeau at three. So I see a shuffle of five players in the top five. I see uh, that offensive lineman I was talking about, Aiden Hutchison, Trayvon Walker, Kayvon Thibodeau, and Evan Neal. Evan Neal got as high as number one for a while on a bunch of boards, but I I don't think you can go wrong. There's no, and it's very good to see. I love seeing that there's no quarterback sitting towards the top 10 anywhere near. I mean, Kenny Pickett, I got hit. Some people have him in the top 10. Um, Malik Willis is in some, but they're like eight, nine, or 10. It depends. Uh, Cisco's asking about Jordan Davis. I think you, 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 he needs to go to a team that is very weak on the defensive line. Granted, I don't think he's he's not really towards the top end of this because there's so many dominant players on the edge rushers. 
Yeah. I, and he's an interior defensive lineman. I think, I think he's, I think he wasn't even the best defensive lineman on his team last year. I think Trayvon Walker was better. He but won't. Jordan Davis got a lot of the spotlight because he got more tackles and sacks. I think Trayvon Walker is a more versatile player than Jordan Davis, in my opinion. Yeah, I also don't like the disrespect they're doing to Kyle Hamilton. That guy is probably the best safety prospect we've seen in the last 10 years. Oh, yeah. Um, and I don't know why he's like being disrespected. Um, I don't think the Jets... The Jets could take him, but we've seen it... how star safeties fair with the Jets, so... Jamal Adams 2.0. If let me try and say this correctly, um, Kyle Hamilton, the Jets need a lot on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, if they Kayvon, can't go wrong, they can't go wrong with. I think if Kayvon Thibodeau is sitting there at four, you take him. Possibly. But if he's not, Kyle Hamilton is going to be a hell of a consolation prize. And that's exact. That's my opinion on it. I'm sticking to it. Um, some of these draft boards, the first quarterback, the earliest I see a quarterback coming off is number six, and that's Kenny, Kenny Pickett, Pickett uh, out of Pittsburgh going to Carolina. Now, there are a few teams that are in this top top five that need a quarterback, depending on what your view of the Giants are. They are, they are in the market for a quarterback. Jacksonville's not. Detroit, you never know. I think Detroit takes a, a quarterback with either their second pick or their third pick because I don't think Jared Goff is their answer. Their second pick is what, at the end of the – yeah, I mean, their second pick three, is the final of the first round. I mean, all these mock drafts have them taking a quarterback in the thir- at thirty two. One yep. has it being Kenny Pickett, another has Sam Howell, one is Ritter, and then another one has Ritter. Ritter as so, well. Yeah, we are looking at the same one. It looks like. Yeah, where the fuck is Matt Corral supposed to go? Second round. Oh. I don't see. It. Uh, I see him to the Saints on one of these. I think, he's, I think he's the better, best quarterback in the draft. I think he's got the best arm. I definitely think he's got the best arm talent. I think his um, mental is, is going to take some time to adjust. I think he's an interesting guy. He, he's a character. He is. So who do you who do you think is the best quarterback coming out of this draft? Though is it Matt Corral or do you have Pickett, Howell, uh, Malik Willis? Because a lot of people have been very high on Malik Willis out of Liberty. I think Malik Willis is the best person out of all of them. Whoa! What did you just say, Cisco? What did he say? Chris Olave to the Eagles. Get out of here! No one wants to see that. I I don't want to see. I don't want them I don't drafting want to a wide the, I don't want to see him get drafted. Okay, that's rude. He's not good. Um, I don't I've, want. I've said that. I've said that for years. Chris Olave yeah. is overrated as shit. I'm looking oh, at a couple the of best, these. The Packers best. have him on their board. He's the best wide receiver in college. He wasn't even the best fucking wide receiver on his team. What the hell was that other guy's name? Garrett Cisco, Wilson. what was it? The, the Garrett Wilson and what's the other kid who's got two last names? Or hyphenated last name. Cisco, help me out. I know he'll chime in in a second. Um, I, I, I can kind of think of the name, but I think he was the best. I think Garrett Wilson's also going to be... Wilson, Garrett Wilson yeah. is better. Yeah, Garrett, Garrett Wilson is better. I agree. But if you start talking Ohio State, Cisco's not going to stop. Um, That's fine. What is he going to talk about? He got his ass kicked. It doesn't matter. Jesus. Uh, let me see. Let me see how many Ohio State guys that are in the top ten. There we go. Oh, Smith zero. and Jigba. Smith and Jigba. That was the, that was the guy I was thinking. I have zero. Ohio Maybe State? Garrett Wilson. Oh, none Garrett are Wilson's, number one or two, though. He's, oh. Garrett Wilson's slated to be the first wide receiver off the board in almost all of these. Okay, my guy's supposed to slot be number one or number two off the board in total. You're really making this a team thing? 
Yeah. Can we not make this about the player? Uh, Garrett Wilson Wilson. is slated to either go to the Falcons or the Giants, which I would, that would make no fucking sense for the Giants to grab another wide receiver. You have Kenny Gallagher. What do you all have? You have so many wide receivers. Kadarius, Tony, Kenny Gallagher. Kadarius, Slayton, Kenny Gallagher, and there's another one that I'm missing. They don't have that tight end anymore, though. No, he's in Jacksonville. He's in Jacksonville. Jacksonville made a hell of a push this offseason, by the way. Also, uh, I know we'll come back to the draft in a second, but who is because we haven't talked in since free agency happened. Um, who is your best signing in the offseason for free agency in the NFL? The best what signing for trade? Agency? Yeah, free agency or trade because there was a lot of trades that happened as too as well. Probably Devonte to the Raiders because he's probably the. He's probably the number. He is the number one at at his position. Yeah. So a team be acquiring the number one player at any position, you got to you got to think that would be the biggest one. So I, I'm going to go Devonte to the Raiders. So I I also agree that Devonte to the Raiders is one of the biggest. But I you're going to start seeing some teams that I are going to start competing very fast. I think Miami may uh, got a lot better this off season, especially their number one signing, which was uh, Armstead the tackle from New Orleans. Von Miller, I think the Bills fucked up. I I think the Bills fucked up paying him as much money as they did. I'm I'm not saying they fucked up for getting Von Miller, but for the money and the longevity of the the terms, I don't know how old he is off the top of my head, but he signed a six-year contract, and he's averaging 20 mil, mil a year. Yeah, but you didn't pay him to be that as productive in the next for the first for the last four years of the contract, he's going to set a tone. And if he's there all six years, he's going to be an anchor on the defense. He's going to be a veteran leader. They don't re- they have a lot of young guys on that defense. Um, with a Tredavious White? Tredavious White. Are you talking about the corner? Him and then the linebacker. Poyer. Is, they have Poyer. They have, they have a no, lot of good players. I'm talking their linebacker. Their young linebacker. Oh, um, oh shit. That's going to bother me. Oh. You and I are doing the same thing right now, aren't we? Yep. Roster. Should have went to depth chart. Should have went to depth chart. Let's try this again. This awkward silence. Uh, like, no, Tremaine, Ed- Tremaine Edmonds. That's who it is. Oh, like here we go. Here we, I'm not even going to read it. You can read it. There's spot in the text. Hey, hey buddy, I'm sorry. Did you make, did, did you make the Big Ten Championship? Here oh, no. Did you make the cop? Not to make that either. What did you play? You played a you played a, a game against Utah. Congratulations. That, that was a hell of a game. Shut your mouth. That was a very entertaining game. Okay, cool. The Tax Slayer Bowl can be entertaining. Any of these bowls can be entertaining. Congratulations. Were you in the college <laughs> national playoff? No, you weren't. Well, you weren't in Next. the championship though. <laughs> Next. Um, you didn't even make you didn't make your 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 league's uh championship game, so don't need to hear anything. From okay, that. I want your opinion on this signing. Allen yep. Robinson going to the Rams. I want to change Man, the subject because otherwise we're going to fucking spend way too much time on that shit. Uh, LA, Allen Robinson to the Rams. Do you think that's a needle mover or do you think that's just no. uh, him them replacing OBJ? And I, Robert Woods. It's a temporary fill, filler for Robert Woods. Because OBJ is not on a team yet. No, because he's not. He probably can't even work out. Teams don't know what the fuck his knee's gonna do. I I wouldn't surprise me if OBJ is not 
signed until like the season. I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't get signed until like week three of the season because we have no idea when he's even going to come back. Right. Also, I think some of the better another big move for the Rams, especially Bobby Wagner. They got linebacker help. How much money do they fucking have? Uh, all of the money. Well, they're not they're not paying OBJ or Von Miller anymore, and that was a decent chunk of change. Yeah. They're not paying Robert Woods. They're not paying. Uh, they're playing, why Why are they not paying Robert Woods? Because Robert Woods got traded. Robert sure? Woods, I think, is on the Titans now. I want to say they did get rid of that. Con- yeah, they did. I forgot about that trade. They did get rid of him. Yep. Okay. Mm, I think yeah. So that's right. That's what. That's why because. Allen Robinson is a temporary stopgap for filling Robert Woods' role, but I don't think he's a long-term solution. That that was the point I was going to get at. You know who would be interesting to go to the Packers, and I don't know if they would ever pull the trigger on this, is Tyron Matthew, the Honey Badger. I, I mean... I mean, they have Amos in the back uh, yeah, on safety, I but I think they if you sign Tyron Matthew, that is one of the fil- a filthy defense. But I think they more so need linebacker help than safety help. Well, they, I saw they got Campbell, mock draft. There's a mock draft that has Green Bay taking wide receiver at 22 and then at 28 taking Nicobe Dean from Georgia. I like that. That I would that, like that. That would be nice. I would like that. It'll be interesting to see what the uh, all of these teams do with trades because I've heard the Packers swirled around with grabbing somebody a little bit higher in the draft, like mid t- middle of the draft. I don't I mean, know what yo, if I, they want to hop up to like mid like mid first like twelve to seventeen and grab like uh, my boy Daxton Hill. I'm okay with that. That would be oh, the Pack, Packers are set very well for this this off season, and I think relax, w- relax. They might take fucking Matt Corral. Okay, no one fucking knows. Yeah, that's always true. You never know what the fucking Packers are gonna do. Can they get anything for Jordan Love? They could probably get a third. Right now. Give me it. One I'll third. Take, I, I would say one eight, third. I'll take an eighth round pick. <laughs> Fuck it. What are we back in the eighties? I'm just saying, like fifteen rounds. They have a good third string quarterback. Uh, Shout uh, out right, KB. Uh, all right, Cisco. Okay, Cisco. So your team loses the guy who eats pros. What are you off. doing? If that's weird, maybe Ohio State should do it because you guys lost. I don't know. You guys all like wanted to like fire your entire staff for losing a single game get used to it fuckers are you done not unless he brings it up again he's going to that's what he does whose fault is that i, I i'm gonna stop talking about it yeah if exactly. he if he keeps saying stuff about it i'm just gonna move on from it that's fine um i also think uh the best corner in the lead in the draft this offseason is gonna be stingley out of lsu I don't know enough about the corners. I know some about the safeties. I know um, how good Daxon Hill is. I know how good Kyle Hamilton is. Both very good players. Uh, yes. I I think I don't know Dar- about the, Q- the corners like we did last year. So a lot of these, I'll just go off on a tangent then for yeah, a second. Yeah. Ahmed Gardner is the number one ranked. Uh, he's out of Cincinnati, a junior out of Cincinnati. Um, they oh, have him. Wait, ranked- is that the guy that like gave up like zero? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, okay. I'm I'm familiar with who he is. Yep. He he's more of a, a zone slash. He doesn't really play man as much. He's more of like Josh Norman. 
okay. was back in the year in the day. Derek Stingley's more of a man, uh, man to man, up in your face. He's going to be physical with you. I, I think he's going to be the more effective corner. Will uh, Gardner be good in the in the league? Yes, of course he is. But with the numbers he put up in college, it's it's hard to see him not do well. But I personally think that the best corner coming out of this draft is Derek Stingley out of LSU. Um, and they a lot of people currently have him going middle of the first round either to the Vikings or the, the what the hell is their new name? Commanders? Commanders? Yeah. Washington? They're the Commanders? I don't want to say the wrong thing. Cause... They're, they're the Redskins. They... <laughs> Canceled. <laughs> you have been taken off the air. I'm sorry. That was such a, that's such a bad name. The Commanders? Yeah, it's such a bad name. It's still, Did you like... see in baseball? I know we don't follow baseball that much, and I, I personally don't talk about baseball that much. Did you see the the, uh, the Yankees fans throwing garbage at that Yankees player? It was hilarious. It was hilarious. It's just Yankee fans proving that they're trash. Because they are trash. Like, That's what they are. Like Here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? You have Cubs and Brewers fans, whatever. Yeah. Like You have Boston and Red Sox fans, or Red Sox and Yankee fans. <laughs> Boston like, and Red Sox fans? Like, I, w- I would say... And now this is coming from a Cubs fan. Like in Nash, like if you don't have a rooting interest, say you're from California and you hear about, say this happens, Brewers and Cubs. Yeah. People are probably going to take the Brewers side because the Brewers are the fun team to get behind, even though they fucking suck. Right? Like same with like Duke. Don't North ask Carol- for approval on that. I am I'm not saying. fucking doing that. But like think like Duke, North Carolina. People are probably going to tend toward North Carolina. They're not the private white school kids, whatever. Can I interrupt you for a second? Yeah, go ahead. Um, how have we gone almost 50 minutes into this podcast and you have not mentioned anything about yesterday's Cubs-Pirates game? Because, bro, we're better than... The Chicago Cubs score more than the Chicago Bears can, so... I mean, that's... Someone... So, oh, my God. God the you're Cubs, so backwards being a Cubs fan the, and the a Cubs Packers tweeted, fan. That hurts my brain. Out. The Cubs tweeted out. They're like, oh, sometimes we like to pretend we're Chicago Bears. I'm like, why? You're not the ones who got shut out. Like, it's dumb because they support the Bears, and I just want to flame them because, oh, we put up the Chicago Bears score. No, you didn't. Bears don't score 21 points. That's a lie. I think it was 23. It was 21 nothing. Oh, was it 21? I thought it was 23. Yeah. Okay. But also, back the, Bears, the, the Bears definitely don't uh, yeah. allow zero points. Uh, right. Continue. Yeah. So my point is, with these, like, well-known rivalries – if you don't have a rooting interest, you usually were like, oh, I'm going to pick this side. Like I said, people are going to pick North Carolina over Duke because North Carolina is the private school. They don't, or, or the public school. They don't like the private school kids. I would assume people would rather be on the Brewer side than the Cubs side because it's the Cubs and we're a big market, whatever. Mm-hmm. When it comes to Yankees and Red Sox, I would much rather be, a, I will root for Boston just for the hell of it because I think New York sucks in general. So I feel like the general consensus is, this is just the Yankees being dog shit Yankee fans. Mm-hmm. Like they walk off the game and they're gonna throw shit at the right fielder. That's it's fucking ridiculous. It makes no sense. Also, the other thing that's kind of controversial, and I've, I keep mentioning it in our podcast uh, chat group, is yep. what the hell is going on in Minnesota and Memphis that they have somebody like diving onto the court or chaining themselves to the court, or gluing their hands to the. What the hell is going on in there, Minnesota? Did you see that one from last night? Reason, yeah, that shit was. She got laid out. She got laid the fuck out. And uh, I saw one that I saw a meme that said it showed the video of it happening. That security guard has ninety nine awareness on Madden because the the security guard was out there as soon as she hit the court. 
it was incredible to watch. And I couldn't help, like, I saw, I was watching that game and I watched the play and all of a sudden, like, I stopped even knowing that basketball was happening for a second there. Yeah. So it, it's an animal rights activist. Um, let's see. Do they not like that their team names are animals? No. I think... I, 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 this could be wrong, but I think I, I actually know this. The owner, let's see, what is he? Okay, maybe it's not. I thought it, it had something to do with the owners of both teams being involved with, like, say, I, I don't know what company, but, like, they were say they're part of craft and they treat animals poorly or something like that. Like, sure. I think I thought they were, they were big owners in like big food companies or big produce or something like that. Or, and like they're protesting the treatment how those owners businesses treat animals. I thought that's what it was. Maybe I'm thinking of a different situation. Maybe, but Hey, but, well, we're, we're about seven minutes out for tip off of the bucks bulls game. Uh, do you got anything else to say? Anything else to get off your chest? Um, fuck North Carolina. We're still on that one. Um, all right. I got one final question for you. Who represents, who is going to be in the finals this year for the NBA? Memphis and Milwaukee. Memphis. (laughs) Memphis. I like Memphis. I like Desmond Bain. That guy is absolutely yoked. Oh yes. And, and looks like a fucking robot trying to shoot threes, but it's, (laughs) He's a great three-point shooter. I like I the Memphis, Memphis take. I do like the Memphis take. I, like uh, Memphis. I unfortunately, it's going to be a. Re- I think it's good. We're going to see the yeah, same probably. Final matchup. And we're going to see the same Bucks and Six, and it's going to be just as great all over again. I can talk shit to my Phoenix friends. Um, I'm ready for it. I'm here. Yeah, for I it. would love to see. I would love to see a finals between John Morant and Giannis. That'd be fucking. Electric. That would be super fun, super athletic. But hey, guys, definitely stay tuned. We're going to be doing some big things uh, for the podcast. I've already been talking yep. to a few bars uh, for our, yep. some on location yep. stuff. We have an odd we... streams because yep. <laughs> apparently all of us were drunk last night. Outside. That's why it's only the two of us. Well, Surprise. I was day drinking, so I surprisingly did not drink last night because I yeah. was busy as hell. But you know, we, we're going to be talking. We, we're talking to people at a bar we've already recorded at. We're talking to a representative from a bar. Like we have a lot of big plans, a lot of brewer stuff going on. We're going to get a baseball episode out here soon. Yo, imagine we did like a live stream from a tailgate at Miller Park. That's one of the plans. I mean, I don't know how that would work because I would be decked out in Cubs gear. So you can be decked out in Cubs gear. I think it's more. It would be more so like a uh, like an audio recording, though. Unfortunately, I think we could try to live stream it and just say fuck it. We can make it work. I don't know. Good, we would try. But guys, for MV MV three, I'm Kyle Davis. We didn't do a random question, by the way. I'm very mad at us. Um. For MV3, I'm Kyle Davis. That's T-Bone. Guys, enjoy the Bucks bulls game and a slate of NBA playoffs. And as Bucks always, Bucks in, in five. Bucks, Bucks in, in five. five. I like yep. it. I like it. We'll talk to you soon. Enjoy the Bucks game. Later, guys. Later, boys. Only thing with the White Sox, I say they've been coasting into the playoffs and Tampa Bay has been having to win, 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 win. It just depends on who gets hot. The Philadelphia Eagles do have an opportunity. <laughs> to be honest, I, I thought you were going to say the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> no, fuck no. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, that would have been, uh, been, uh, been warranted.
Paul George to show up again, and they need Reggie Jackson to be the best point guard left standing outside of Trey Young, who's hurt. 